Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And my good friend Omaji is here back with us, Omaji Andaria, as well as the Council of Light. And we're going to be talking about remember your value and your worth. And so that's really an important, relevant topic always. And it's like, it's, a, it's something that we tend to forget all the time is how valuable we are and that we are worthy. So we're going to talk about that and so much more. And we're going to be receiving energetic downloads and light activations throughout this call. Um, and we're going to be taking some live caller questions. And there's always some sort of processes that we do during, during this call. So I'm excited about that. So for those of you who are here live with us, you can raise your hand if you'd like to ask a question or you can type your question in the chat. And for those of you who don't know Omaji, she is a catalyst for expansion, pioneering the birth of new ways of being into this, into this realm. And she loves to serve, to remind you of what you really are, that you really are beyond the limitations that you are currently perceiving, so that you can remember your infinite self and your infinite capacity to choose. And in collaboration with the Council of Light and your higher self, Omaji holds a sacred space to lift lifetimes of distortions, including emotional trauma, and mis misperception, well, I can't say that word, misperceptions of self and others so that truth can be restored on a conscious and unconscious level. And she facilitates transmissions of light, which we're going to be receiving throughout this call, activations and vibrational alignment to harmonize, uplift, and restore you to your natural state. So I'm so excited. We, I, I remember we had a call recently, it feels like recently, mm -hmm. um, I think it was January, but I could be wrong, but it feels like just recently, and it was amazing. It was so powerful. I really enjoyed it. Really felt the activations and the vibrational alignment throughout the call. So I'm excited about that. And really, you know, the topic today about remembering your worth, remembering your value, it is so, so important. So I'm so glad that you're here with us, Omaji. Thank you so much. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm wonderful to be here with you again. And welcome everybody as well here because, you know, as you know, um, when Omaji is sharing, you know, not just the wisdom, but she's also sharing these beautiful high vibe energies and really more comes out through your questions, right? So more information, more energies, more processes come out through your questions. So it's going to be really important for, well, feel into it, see what you want to ask, right? And especially I think it's important to ask questions about you know, why don't I feel like I'm worthy? Why don't I feel like I value, like I am of value, etc. Right, Amaji? Yeah, and really, it's, it's interesting. It, it, whenever you ask a question, what we hear, and I say we, meaning me and the Council of Light, what we hear is the energy of it. Mm -hmm. So we're always going to answer the question based on what you really want to know. <laughs> Yeah, not what you're vocally, you know, asking, but really what's yeah. inside, right? Yeah, so you don't necessarily have to get caught up in how it's worded as much as the intention of it. Like, what is your heart really desiring? That's really it. Right. So, yeah, what is your heart really desiring? So let's talk about that for a second before we take some questions. But, you know, let's talk about what, what value is, you know, in this reality and beyond this reality and the concept of worthiness. You know, what that really means. Sure. Yeah. And just those of you who have joined us for the first time, the Council of Light and I know that the energy is already starting to come in as I start speaking. So you can, if you're willing, open to receive. And it's really through your higher self. 
uh, the Council of Light works with your higher self in a way that invites your higher self to receive what is here for you. So you can kind of intend to put your higher self in charge. And what we're starting with here is really inviting the downloads of the creator's definitions of those terms because words are symbols mm -hmm. so what are those things really mean energetically because energetically they have an energetic signature that you can choose to activate within your matrix and that's how you then experience yourself as those qualities so would you be willing to receive the definition of value from creator yes and this is all free will based so we ask it in the form of a question because nothing's being given to you without your permission. It's being placed on the table for you to pick up. So it's really you stepping into your power as an infinite creator, yes or no, based on what resonates and what doesn't resonate, you always have that free will choice and power, no matter what circumstances look like. So from this space of you as an infinite creator, the one who gets to choose for you, are you willing to receive the creator's definition of worth? Yes. Excellent. So when we speak in this way, what we begin to do is model the energetic stance of you as an infinite creator. You as the one who stands in your own authority. So are you willing to remember that way of holding your vibration, your energy, and really choosing the identity as that energetically? And yes, it's stepping yes, yes, yes. into your power. It's stepping into your knowing of who you are in truth as the only one that can choose for you. And deep breath in. And are you willing to release and uncreate anything that's not allowing you to step into that? Because it's a, it's a piece to the puzzle of you claiming your worth and your value. If you think that something outside of you is the one choosing for you, it's, it's much more difficult to claim your truth and your worth because you think it's at the mercy of something else. And it, it really never is. We can experience that as the case, but that doesn't make it true. It just means someplace in the past, we've chosen that energetic configuration, that energetic relationship with worth or value that gave someone else the authority to decide for us our worth and our value or something outside of us. Maybe it's an accomplishment or a body weight or a specific accomplishment. They're saying like uh, the promotion, the landing the job that affirms our worth, the relationship that affirms our worth. And what we would say to you, we're gonna really hone in here. This is all about your relationship with you. Everything is. So are you willing to remember this truth that we're pointing to? <clears throat> Even though it doesn't look like it. Yes. There's a lot of energy moving. I can feel energy in the throat. And this is kind of where we hold that, that free will, that choice, that authority for ourselves, And to some degree, some of it's in the solar plexus in the heart. So we're going to just bring in some energy to help lift up and out. <clears throat> anything that's incompatible with what we're speaking to here, as you're willing to allow it to release, to let go, to return to sender with love and consciousness, what isn't even yours? Any ancestral 
pieces that you're trying to process for them that you can't really process for them because it's not coded for you. It's coded for them. Mm -hmm. Good. Deep breath in. So we're going to show you who you are as the one who knows how to connect to worth within your light, within your truth, within yourself as your own authority. And we're going to show the body, David, the same energetic stance so that you and the body can both move into this referencing it, not out here on some external factor person condition, but within your light, which is eternal, which is perfect, which will always be worthy. And deep breath in. And so when I feel this kind of click in, we can dance some more with conversation. And I appreciate you allowing this energy just to move where it wants to go. Oh, absolutely. I'm all about the flow, right? Going with the flow and going where the energy wants to take us, where it's going to be for the highest good of everyone listening now, watching now, listening later, watching later, right? And I think this is this has been one of the key concepts, principles that um, may have been sticking a lot of people, the, the concept of value and the concept of worth. Yeah. And, you know, because we've been conditioned and taught how to reference it, how to define it backwards. Like we've been taught that it has to do with what we accomplish or what we look like, or even what we do. And it's none of those things. Right. <laughs> those things can be a side effect of our value and our worth, but our value and our worth is inherent mm -hmm. within our life itself. Exactly. And that's what I've been telling my clients too, is that you are worthy because you exist, period. You don't have to do anything or be anything. You just have to just be, be you. You are worthy regardless. So, you know, even that, you know, I used to do clearings for worthiness and I was like, I'm not doing those anymore because I don't believe that you're not worthy. Right. So it's like, you are worthy, but the, but still we have that, that belief and the collective belief as well. And the collective consciousness of not being worthy or of defining our worth and value from something else or somebody else or by what we do, not by who we be. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and the thing about this is it's, it's, that it goes hand in hand with self-love of course. Mm -hmm. And that's really the key. These are the keys, the self, the, the, the value, the worth and the self-love that unlock your, your awesomeness, your magnificence, your divine blueprint that, that then gets to reflect in your world as divine synchronicity and everything flowing and, and falling into place and life honoring you. So these are like the keys to the kingdom, so to speak, um, at least three of the main ones. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting because we've been taught that this idea of worth or love is something we have to effort. And what we'd like to point to it a different way um, that there's a, because you're a multidimensional being of light, you already are a multidimensional being of light. Even if you don't currently perceive yourself as that, even if your five senses aren't testifying to that, it's actually the truth of what you are. Mm -hmm. So because you're already a multidimensional being of light, there's an aspect of you, a part of you in a higher realm that already knows your worth that already knows your value, that already loves you infinitely. And you can actually lean into that part of you that already knows how to do all those things and receive the energetic downloads from that aspect of you 
so that you begin to run that system, if you want to call it that. It's really a way of being where you value yourself, where you love yourself, where you know your worth. So can we show you how to do that energetically? Yes, please. And we're also going to invite the body, David, to do the same. It's like, what if I was trying to create loving myself or create my worth or create my value when a part of me already knows what all of that is and knows how to hold the energetic stance of knowing all of that? I don't have to create it. It's already done. It's already established. So this helps the mind step out of the doing mode into, oh, I can just be that way of being for myself. So if you're willing, invite your higher self to begin to activate within you those energetic ways of being, those systems, those energetic grids that function from the knowing of your worth and your value. As an infinite being of light is already loved and supported and free and are you willing to let go of all the stories that it's somewhere else? Yes. Deep breath in. Good. Another deep breath in. So when we do this, there's, there's things that come in and there are things that, that retire out of your energetic system. So whatever isn't compatible, with this new energetic stance of I know my worth, I know my value, I know how to love myself, because it's they're really all related. Are you willing to just hand it over to your higher self to transmute, to evolve, to retire, or return to sender what wasn't yours with love and consciousness? Yes. We're going to invite the body, David, to do the same here, because what I see is us as a soul partnering with this nature spirit that is a body deva emanating from earth, from Gaia, and it has its own consciousness. So when we work with both, it's like an amplified effect because the body deva can be running ways of being programs that were ancestral or parents or humanities. Mm -hmm. And so when we, we do it for both, then we both move into the same place in consciousness and it's much easier than to hold for both of us so can we support you in any energetic activations that wish to occur now in your divine blueprint that are unique to you based on your value your worth and the knowing of it and expressing of it in this realm yes deep breath in good And can we remind you what it feels like how to and that it's safe for you to stand in your power and connect to the power and potency of you? Because when you know your value and your worth, that goes hand in hand with your power. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And will you bring all reference points for your value, your worth, your power back to your light, back to your beam of light that emanates from source? Yes. So you're referencing it where it lives, as you, as your divine light, your divine essence, your unique divine essence that is irreplaceable. There will never be another you. The divine created you unique 
with a unique energetic signature. And there are things that you are capable of being and doing and expressing that no one else is capable of. There you go. Deep breath in. That helps. That helped us step into it a little more. Mm-hmm. Yep. Beautiful. And will you also bring back to you and hold at the level of your higher self all the responsibility for you knowing your worth, your value, your power? So you're not waiting for someone else to show you. You're not waiting for something outside of you to give you that experience. You're actually holding the responsibility for you knowing it at the level of your higher self. So then you'll actually bring forth those series of whatever transpires to lock you into this even more. Knowing your value, knowing your worth, knowing infinite possibilities are at your fingertips. Yes. Yes, yes, Deep breath in. Good. Good. And now we're going to balance and stabilize the energetic fields. We're just going to invite you, your body at the level of your higher selves to work with your energetic fields, balance and stabilize, and then ground appropriately, updating, syncing up with who you are now, with Gaia, with all that is. Okay. Beautiful. Nice work. Thank you. That was awesome. I mean, you know, it's like as soon as you, as soon as you started, people started to perceive energetic shifts, you know, right away, you know, so it's, it's awesome. All right. So after all that, how are you all doing now? <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Pretty powerful. Just right off the top, starting out, you know, strong. Um, and you're going to notice a shift in your energy as we continue throughout this call. So keep breathing, right? and keep allowing and ask your higher self to continue to assist you with, you know, that sense of knowing, you know, your worth and your value, etc. right? That knowing. And so, and so engage your higher self, engage your body, Deva, engage your infinite beingness to be here now. Just focus. Don't do any multitasking. If you can help it, just be fully present here now to receive, okay? And allow yourself to receive. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Good. Thank you. So yeah, Yvonne, so she's heating up, right? How can you not heat up with all the, <laughs> I know what you mean, right? I, I started yawning, I started heating up as well. And my throat is like, you know, a little off as you can all hear. Yeah, there's a lot of energy. Um, and the thing is, one of the things that we can explain a little further for those who are new to what we share is you're doing the energy work for you at the level of your higher self. So we show it's like a dance where we show you how to do it and then you do it for you so it's very empowering because it's like you learning how to dance it's like you learning how to hold your energy it's you using your own energetic fields to move into a new configuration a new resonance and because you're doing it for you it's easier for you to hold it and remember it and it's very empowering yeah and that's what it's all about it's about being empowered to do this energetic work healing, clearing, whatever term you want to use for yourself. Okay. So it's, it's, you know, the power, you have all the power. It's all within you. And, it, and it's, you know, it's high time that we start to recognize, acknowledge that we are powerful, infinite beings, that we, that we are multidimensional. It's just, it's not just a term that we're hearing out in the world here. We are, 
and you know acknowledge that and when you start to acknowledge that and tell yourself that i'm an infinite being i'm a multi-dimensional infinite being why am i letting this emotion or this mental thought bring me down it's like uh no you know so take a look at it and then you know acknowledge who you really are and when you start to do that things will start to shift energetically right yes absolutely and the other piece that's stepping forward in this particular teaching is that this allows you to hold the responsibility for shifting you at the level of your higher self so it's not the small self saying i'm going to shift myself it's the small self being willing to shift and it's the higher self holding the responsibility to do the shifting because when we give that responsibility to some external whatever whether it's a deity or an angel or another healer because we're all healers mm -hmm. we give our power away we really give our power away and and so there's nothing wrong with it but up until this point it's been okay to run the codependent stuff and it's still okay to do it but we're shifting into fifth dimensional gaia we're, we're welcoming the golden age and sovereignty is a key aspect to being in 5D consciousness. Sovereignty, a piece required there to be in that energetic sovereignty is to hold all responsibility for you, nobody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not giving it away. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing too, not giving away. And you know, not yeah, that's a big one. Because I've always, you know, people always say they've given their power away to somebody. It's like, well, now bring it back to you. You know, know that you are empowered, know that you are capable, know that you have these capacities. We all have them, right? But it's about starting to recognize them and acknowledge them and start to use them for ourselves, right? For our highest good and, and the highest good of humanity and for Gaia, right? All together at the same time, we can do that. And this is the time for us to really show up, right? And this is what it's about, showing up, knowing that you have value always, knowing that you are worthy always, and loving yourself. And as soon as you start to love yourself, you know, and, and like Omaji says, these three pieces are really important keys to your freedom, to your sovereignty, to your self-expression, to your creativity, right? So beautiful. I love it. Um, all right. So do you want to take some questions? That's perfect. Okay. So we're going to go to Caroline first on the phone or on the phone. <laughs> Caroline, you want to unmute yourself? I will try, but it never works anymore. Go ahead. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Amaji. Hi. Hi. It felt like you were speaking directly to me in the beginning. My whole body started shaking, and I thought, Do I We can't hear you. What's going on with your microphone? Some energy, I think. <laughs> yeah. For all of a sudden, you were moving around, and we can't hear you speaking, even though you're unmuted. Interesting. Beautiful. So, so we're going to invite Carolyn to ground um, and her body, Deva, because that could be part of what's kind of blowing out the electronics. Mm. Mm, she's back. Good. Okay. How's that feel? So I heard that you wanted me to ground. Okay. Good. And we can hear you. <laughs> You have a question? So I will assume that you didn't hear what I said in the beginning. <laughs> nope. We lost you. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So yeah, as soon as the car the call started, I I I got very um, trembling and very uh, very very weak. Mm -hmm. We were talking about self worth. So I was going to say now that we've had the process, because it felt like you were speaking to me directly. We were. Have I cleared it? So when you have a physical experience like that, that's pretty tangible of, okay, I'm shaking and I just, my body just wants to, ugh. what's happening is all your, your body and you are channeling your energy to do the shift. So it's, it's like taking resources out of needing to hold our arms up, right? And, and using that energy to actually do the energetic shift that's being called for. Um, the shaking usually symbolizes things that are literally shaking out of your nervous system. Okay. The lower vibrations. And so it does feel like there's been a shift for you. Would you agree? Mm, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so is there something specific related to worth or value that you have a question on or something you've experienced as kind of a pattern? Is she talking? I think we lost her again. Uh, oh. Her voice, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. We can't. Can answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can hear her hand. If you see her hand move, we can't uh, hear you anymore, Caroline. That is so weird. And she's still, she's still going. Caroline, <laughs> do you want to just type it in the chat when you get a chance? Because I think you're frozen now. Ah, that that oh, now I can hear. Which part did you hear? We didn't, we just heard you speak once. Okay. So is there a pattern? Okay, so during COVID, I went through a bit of a dark night of the soul. Mm -hmm. It was very quick about self-worth and... Okay, we're going to feel into the energy here. Yeah. Okay, so... Would you say, and we're just going to speak to you as though you can respond and you can respond. We may not be able to hear you, but we'll feel the energy. Um, would you say that there is a sense of not knowing who you are as that? Like, I'm almost afraid to step into my wor worth because I don't know who that me is. I don't know how I show up as that. I don't know. It's like stepping into the unknown. Yeah. And so we're going to bring in some energetic downloads to address what that symbolizes for all of us. It's like anytime we go to make a change within our consciousness, there's this part of us that's afraid to leave the old behind. And since we're in the full moon energy, this is a perfect time to retire any old patterns of Fear, literally, is what this feels like. So even if the verbiage wasn't exactly spot on for everyone, whatever patterns you've been running with regard to maybe you start to step into your worth and then you go back into your safe zone, it's like this tripwire and being shown this mechanism that kind of keeps you repeating um, unworthiness because this is where I've been safe up until now. This is my survival. 
And so for a piece of this, what I'm being shown for some of us is that it has to do with that's how we were able to get love. It's like if I, or get taken care of by somebody, if I show up as unworthy, then they feel bad for me. And then that's how I get love from them. So what we're going to bring in is, is that really love or is it a substitute for love? Is it the highest frequency of love that is true, per, pure, perfect, unconditional love? Or is it a codependent love that we were taught in third dimensional consciousness was love? And just take a moment and we're going to show you the difference energetically between the love that comes from a codependence and the love that comes from that purity of unconditional love. And which love would you rather receive? Unconditional, of course. Excellent. So deep breath in as we help to repattern your energetic fields and showing your higher self how to do this, your body, Deva, as well. To be in that, it's like almost shifting your receptors, literally, to look for the unconditional love instead of the codependent love. It's almost like um, a need was set up to, to kind of search out the um codependent love and and would you say that you've kind of been there done that with the learning in codependent love yes my sweet <laughs> and does it feel complete to you oh yes <laughs> okay so for all of us are you willing to retire that kind of learning and mark it complete with regard to all the versions of codependent love in all their forms, because that's really what 3D consciousness was for, to kind of bounce around in the duality and the codependence. And can we support you in retiring that now? I just felt re-entrance in my body. Excellent. Deep breath in. Can we show you who you are? as the one who is in the receptive mode for the unconditional love, for the divine love, for the pure, perfect love that is it's actually an honoring of what you really are and your worth. Yes, please. Your true worth, right? Yes. Deep breath in. So we're going to invite the activation of the mastery of those lessons, show you all the lessons you were meant to learn through the codependent love kind of stories. And are you willing to release all the meaning you've given those stories of codependent love and forgive and release anywhere where you still might be holding a grudge based on some of that learning? Yes. Deep breath in. And we're gonna bring in some energy now for the heart to just support the heart, show the heart how to move into this higher vibration and really reprogram, repattern the energetics around the heart to be in that receptivity for this unconditional love. And it's not that it's gonna be not receptive to other things, but it's just gonna be in its discernment about what honors the self what honors you and what doesn't. That's really self-love. Is choosing what honors the self. That's the way we can express it. 
that goes hand in hand with it. Deep breath in. We're gonna invite an upgrade of the energetics, the matrix, the calibrations for a higher vibration in fifth dimensional consciousness beyond the codependent patterns. And are you willing to retrieve all your reference points for this unconditional love off of everything outside of you and bring it back to your beam of light so you're receiving it directly from source? Yes. And then it gets to reflect into your relationships, into your world. Can we show you how to activate more of it within your beam? Please, yes. Deep breath in. All right, beautiful. How are you feeling? <laughs> if she can, if we can hear her. <laughs> we can hear you off and on in there, I love it. But now we can't hear you again, but we can see you. You're floating. <laughs> beautiful. Good, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for thank being you, a Thank you, Caroline. Friend. Awesome. All right. Good one. Yay. All right. Don has a question. Don, go ahead and unmute yourself. Okay. Can you Hi. hear me? Yep, we can. Hi. Go ahead. Um, excited to be on today. Um, I was wondering around um, some energy around my parents and how it may be codependent as well, but why my father is such a so difficult for me to deal with energetically why he's so combative with me energetically and he um he's in his late he's 89 and he has a blood cancer but he's he continues to be really combative with me and does everything for my brother and he, he doesn't do much for me or help me um can you see what's energetically there sure and the first thing that's coming forward is that he really doesn't like himself at all. It's like there's a lot of self-hatred running. And for whatever reason, he's blaming you for it. Um, it's energetic. It's unconscious. He doesn't know he's doing that. It's from a past life. Um, so is there something in this lifetime that steps forward other than just him being this way to you, but a specific instance maybe that you would say if we we're talking about forgiveness, forgiving him, what would that be? Well, I think the maybe the running energy, he really came up sort of lower middle class or, you know, almost, and then he elevated us to middle class and then upper middle class. And I think there may be some jealousy. And one of the reasons I decided not to have children was I didn't think I had lived I had a lot of unlived life and that I got divorced and, um, and that was, you know, specifically I was, and I had read something that young said about what's the best thing you can give a child. And it said the clean unconscious. And he said, and to also to that end, he said, um, the best, uh, most important thing, most, the biggest impact on a child is the unlived life of the parent. And so I think my dad has a lot of unlived life and he sees me living it. And I think there's some energy of jealousy there or some, mm -hmm. 
you know, just frustration that he didn't go for it. And he got caught doing what I feared Mm -hmm. and saw me doing it. Okay. So we're going to bring in some energy to support in bringing kind of forward, if you will, into your conscious awareness. And it could just be sensations. It might not be thoughts or stories. Um, What this symbolizes, this kind of tumultuousness um, outside of the stories of jealousy or, or anger or resentment. And deep breath in. And just notice if there's something that steps forward that you're being invited to just look at. Is it a memory? Is it an image? Is it a symbol of something? Well, my sister died, and I think that a lot of the symbolism, I moved from the middle child to the oldest and the middle child all of a sudden, and his devastation with that, and then he had a couple of affairs, so it could be his relationship with the feminine, and you know, just never living his life, I suppose. Good. And would you say that a part of you, we know you're a very nice person, but is there a part of you that resents him for his relationship with women and not teaching you how to be with women? Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's the piece, because I just felt, (laughs) okay. So just go ahead and think about that for a moment, just so you're aware of the energy, aware of the thoughts, aware of that kind of relationship with that particular thing and are you willing just willing to release all the meaning you've given it conscious and unconscious Uh, yes through all lifetimes yes so we're going to show you how to keep the learning but to let go of the 3D interpretations that a part of your unconscious mind is holding on to. And will you allow your higher self to reinterpret your relationship with it to a higher octave? That thing? Yep, that thing. (laughs) We're not going to give it a label because then the mind will create a story around it again. Okay, we'll let go of that. (laughs) Deep breath in. Thank you you for catching my southern accent. Yes. Okay. So are you willing, just willing, to forgive and release any of the unconscious grudges from any lifetime between you and your father and any family members, really, of being shown maybe something with your sister there as well, the three of you? Some lifetime, something bad happened and people are holding grudges that we don't even know about. Yes. Good, deep breath in. And this is really from the perspective that we're all infinite beings and we were learning in those lessons and somebody had to play the good guy, somebody had to play the bad guy and we're really all um, divine beings of light in the remembering of that. And so there's nothing to forgive from that perspective. Can we show you what we mean by that? Yes deep breath in. So we're going to bring in that energy of pure forgiveness that sees through it all as a learning, keeping the learning, activating the mastery of those lessons and releasing body Deva to any unconscious guilt, fear, resentment. 
from all those lifetimes, there we go. Where we dance together, right? We dance a lot together and then we create baggage with each other and it's just part of it. And then we become conscious enough to where we can recognize we did that and then we can end those cycles of karma. So celebrate that that's where you are right now. And are you willing to allow all that perceived karmic debt to be transmuted now with love and consciousness for everybody involved? Yes. Excellent. Deep breath in. All right. So we're going to do a little shakeout reboot, update your system to the current configuration, ripple and reflect all of that into all time frames and dimensions. So sync you up with who you are now and just check in with how you feel. Maybe a little bit freer, a little bit in energy flowing a little better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And a little bit of my nauseated stomach. Okay. Deep breath into that sensation. So any self-hatred that you're trying to process, that's probably his. I have a sense. Will you return that to him at the level of his higher self, body Davis, higher self appropriately with love and consciousness and all the energetic information you have for him? Yes. And also the responsibility for processing it back to him. Give it back to him. Yes. We're also going to do, um, this is for everybody. So as we do this, even if it doesn't, like you can be doing this for yourself with any, with anyone, you know, coworker, family member. We're also going to invite you to, let's do an update first before we do that. Update all grids, all reference points and just get you synced up. And then we'll see what the energy wants to do. How does your stomach feel now? Um, a lot calmer. Okay. Okay. So we're going to invite, and this is for everybody, you at the level of your higher self. And it's an invitation, so it requires your permission. You can say yes in your mind. You at the level of your higher self, your body, Davis, higher self, and teams to work with the energetic fields and the guides to return any soul fragments you might be holding that are his back to him that are your sisters, back to her, return it all, body David too, along with relevant and appropriate energetic information, where they have the capacity to receive it. Sometimes people will have a problem with us for no reason, so to speak, because we have a fragment of theirs from another lifetime. They're trying to get it back. They don't know how to do it, right? It's unconscious. And then we're going to invite you to retrieve any, all of your soul fragments, clean, clear, and full of light that they may have that are yours. Recalibrating for your current level of consciousness and re-embedding them in your energetics appropriately. Body too. There we go. Sync up. There you go. Okay. How do you feel now? Um, a little bit uh, freer, the stomach's calmed down, and then some, some pretty high energy, mm -hmm. particularly up in my upper body. <laughs> Yay. <laughs>
You just did about five lifetimes of work. So good okay. <laughs> How many have I got left to go? Mm. Great question. We wouldn't want to spoil that for you. Okay. It actually varies because, you know, when we do this kind of work, we shorten the amount of time it appears to take. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Exactly. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank You're you, Don. Thank you, Laura. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. And so, you know, even during Dawn's process and processing, you know, we can all use that work for ourselves, you know, so it's not just Dawn, it's not just Caroline, we can all use that for ourselves as well. We can be fully participating in and receiving the activations, the clearings, the alignments, the upgrades, etc. Okay, so just know that for yourself. Yeah, so Angela just says, thank you. I know that wasn't for me, but I got a lot from of healing from that too. Yeah, it was for you too, Angela. If it resonates with you, if something's coming up for you as it's happening, it is for you too as well, right? Absolutely. All right, awesome. So there was a question earlier on from Tina. Tina, let me find it. She says, it feels like the throat is trying to express what I know, but the block is actually the expression. I even see Archangel Gabriel showing up, getting it out energetically to manifest through through the throat expression. I'm not sure if there's a question there, Tina. <laughs> but <clears throat> Amaji, can you because obviously I'm also clearing through my throat. Mm -hmm. And even before the call, like an hour or an hour and a half before the call, I actually felt a lot of energetic downloads and shifts in my field. So I actually took a little nap and I could feel the energy really working already before the call, you know, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. So that's also yeah. why the throat is a little off right now. Well, what they're showing me is this having to do with this idea because everything's a concept, right? But we can use that as a way to point back to the energy of free will um, and where we have kind of had that stifled in the past or appeared to have that stifled in the past in this, in this um, earth expression, and that's coming to an end. Um, so it feels like it's actually conditioned. And what's happening is with what's going on in the outer world right now, this kind of, it gets triggered because we see places where maybe censorship is happening or things are happening and people aren't able to have a voice. And that can trigger within ourselves that sense of injustice. And then this energy, right, that's here that, that really wants to go to a higher vibration, wants to move into a new energetic configuration for 5D Gaia. So this is a massive time right now. This year is a massive transition, as I'm sure most of you have already realized from the third dimensional consciousness, codependence, right, wrong, duality, into unity consciousness, fifth dimensional consciousness of oneness. And so this, we're going to just point to it this way, this idea that our free will can be stifled or taken away is actually, it's actually never been true. But on some level, we agreed to it in the past. We agreed to the idea that we could have our free will taken away, our voice silenced. So we know that may not make full sense to the conscious mind for most of us. 
but this is all related to us stepping into our power and our worth as a divine being of light about knowing who we are as a divine being of light. We're never a victim. So are you willing to bring in through your higher self, the energetic downloads that bridge you into the knowing of your free will as an innate eternal quality that can never be taken from you. It can appear to be if we agree that it can be, but are you willing to release and create those agreements, retire that learning, activate the mastery of those lessons in bouncing around in the story of victim consciousness in order to welcome the you that knows who it is as a being of light is really this divine, almost royal presence that is sovereign, that cannot have its power taken by another. And we're going to also bring in the remembering of free will and sovereignty as your right, as a being of light, as a being created by the creator. That's part of your blueprint. It's part of your energetic fabric. It's part of your identity. Can we show you that? Yes. And are you yes, willing please. to remember you as that and release all the meaning of the stories of less than that? Because that was just a learning. It was almost like pretend mm -hmm. in the old paradigms, in the old energies, in the duality. It was part of the learning, but we're ready to remember now. Mm -hmm. Deep yes. breath in. And so any of that that you're trying to process for the collective or anyone or anything else ancestral, will you return it to them with love and consciousness and appropriate energetic information? Yes, yes, yes. Body Davis too. Deep breath in. And there's a sync up happening in the heart with this as well. It's almost like where at some point we grieved the loss of our free will, but that's just because we thought we lost it. And now since we're, we're getting it back, <laughs> right? We're stepping into, oh, wait, I just accidentally gave it away. Let me get it back. Now the heart's moving through its own shift, letting go of that grief that it's been holding around the loss of self, the loss of that capacity, the loss of that identity. So we're just going to help move through that layer. So there's a comment from Tina, mm -hmm. follow-up comment. She says, I feel the higher possibility, but yes, it feels like I couldn't live that here. Like my will isn't free for me. I'm boxed in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you say her name again? Tina. Tina Moore. Tina. We're just talking to her a little bit. It's really her body, Deva. Tina, it's your body, Deva. Um, and the thing is, we empathically feel the body deva all the time, so it's, it get, can get confusing. We can think it's ours. Okay, so we're gonna just have a conversation out loud with the body deva. Body deva, is that really yours? And it's like, what do you mean? And so what I'm being shown is literally inside a glass box, trying to get out, can't find a way out. 
were you told that you couldn't get out of that box and you just agreed to it at some point? So we're going to show you who you were before you agreed to that. And will you receive the energetic interpretation from your higher self about what's really true? Are you willing to let go of that story? Yes. There we go. Now the body was like, where'd the box go? <laughs> it's gone. So, you know, it's, it's all, it's all the judgments and conclusions and, and experiences that of our past that create our conditioning. And it's like a learned, it's literally like a learned helplessness that happens where we think we just can't because we've been conditioned to believe that we can't. So we're going to bring in some energetic downloads for everyone, including the, all the body Davis to bridge beyond that back into what you know yourself as in truth. And so we're going to invite your higher selves, your body Davis higher selves to bring in the energetic downloads from you in the future beyond all of this. It's like your future self in an enlightened state to support you in bridging out of the I can't belief systems, conditioning, the learned helplessness. And are you willing to retire at all? And not believe it anymore. And you can simply say out loud, I don't choose to believe this anymore. I know who I am in truth. I know who I am in truth. And that's what I'm choosing to agree and align with now in this now moment. Deep breath in. And whatever doesn't allow that, will you release and uncreate it? There we go. Beautiful. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you. Um, all right. So a lot of energy moving. So allow that to take place, everyone. Um, there's a question from Odile, and she's saying... There's still a lot of energy shifting and moving at the moment. I sometimes yes. feel, <laughs> I know, right? I can hardly focus on the question. I sometimes feel as if I'm not being seen. Is it because I do not own my worth? And the question stepping forward is, do you want to be seen? And this requires an honesty with yourself. It's like, hmm, do I really want to be seen? Or is a part of me want to hide? There's a part of me want to be anonymous. And just check in with that. And when you get more clear, either, mm, no, I think I really want to be seen, or, mm, yeah, I think there's a part of me that's comfortable hiding, you can simply choose from that place what you choose now and invite your higher self to move you into the energetic configuration that will match that new choice. So first of all, we'd like to bring in the energetic downloads of what it feels like, how to, and that it's safe to be seen and to be heard and to be fully empowered. so that we can see energetically what that is. Because a part of us will hesitate 
really stepping into something if it doesn't know fully what it is it's stepping into. So now from this place, from, from knowing, from remembering what it feels like how to and that it's safe to be seen and heard and where we've been functioning, what do you choose? And you can imagine that you're just stepping into the energetic configuration of you that represents your choice and invite your higher self to make the upgrades, the updates in your energetic fields, in your matrix, consciously, unconsciously. Deep breath in. And with the choice to choose something new is always takes with it to let go of what isn't compatible. So are you willing to let go of anything that isn't compatible with your choice? And if you haven't already clicked into this kind of awareness, we say a lot, are you willing, are you willing, are you willing? The reason we word it that way is that it's, it's our job from this vantage point to choose and to be willing to do things, to choose in a direction. It's the higher self's job then to rearrange our energetic fields or to work with all the different realms to bring us into that experience of ourselves. So when we fall into only holding responsibility for the choosing and letting higher self have responsibility for everything else, body deva have its own responsibility for itself, I'm only attached and responsible for me cultivating certain energies within me through my conscious choice. I'm only responsible for choosing, for being willing, for allowing. That's my job. That's when things get really magical. Because we fall into that right relationship with our higher self, with source, with all life. And we're not getting in the way anymore of what wants to evolve in our lives, what wants to upgrade. It just very naturally happens as we begin to choose consciously in that direction. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so Dave Key has a question. Oh, just, just to follow up to that, my job is to choose, right? Because Angela's asking, can you say that again? My job is to choose, my job is to allow, my job is to be willing. Yes. Right? Yes. All the rest of it is the body deva has its own job and my higher self has its own job. Yes. And the only other piece we would add is we would also be responsible from this level to be aware, mm -hmm. right? To pay attention, to observe to get the yeah. feedback, to know what to choose. Yeah, so be aware as well. That's also your job is to be aware, right? Not unconscious, right? We want to be unconscious, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So be present, be conscious, be aware, and choose and allow and be willing for things to show up, be willing for change, be willing to let go, be willing to be aware of, you know, what is going on as well. Yes, perfect. Awesome. Thank you, Angela, for asking for that clarification. That's awesome. So Dave Key saying, um, asking, uh, people underestimate me as they don't expect a lot from me. They shut me out because they think I won't understand what they are talking about. Why is this? What we would say is, how does it make you feel when they do that? 
Yeah. And I'm hearing insignificant, something like that. Not so, worthy of being seen and heard. Mm -hmm. So where have you given the power to others or the power outside of you to decide whether or not you have value or whether or not you're significant? Because truly, if we're, if we're truly in the energetic knowing of our value, it doesn't matter whether others perceive it or don't perceive it. So it feels like that's where this wants to go is in how we're, we're tying perceptions of others into as part of our feedback, as part of um, validation. That's the word. So everywhere you're looking outside of you in an experience or a condition or a conversation or another's eyes, to validate your worth, to validate you, are you willing to release and uncreate that? And can we show you how to do that for yourself in relationship to source itself? Letting your higher self source, determine, validate your value. Because source determined it when it created you. And you actually can reference that validation within your light, even though it doesn't make sense to the conscious mind. Um, because we're multidimensional, we're not linear. We've been taught that we get it through the mirror. The mirror, the feedback out here, the external is going to show it to us. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, the mirror external isn't going to reflect it back until we're referencing it appropriately and activating it appropriately in our beam so that it can reflect. So we're the source, right? We're the source of what reflects in our particular mm -hmm. world. And so <clears throat> can we show you how to reference your value within your beam, locate all your reference points for your value, your validation off of everyone and everything, bring it back to your beam, holding responsibility for it at the level of your higher self for validating yourself. This is big because we're constantly looking to other people's feedback to validate us. We've been programmed to do that. Are you willing to totally retire that programming <laughs> and to step into, wait, I know my value by choosing to activate it within myself because a part of me already knows it, then it can become conscious. That's the side effect. Eventually it becomes conscious for me to know my value. But first it starts as a vibration within my beam. And it starts as a vibration within my beam so that it can then reflect in the world. All this is, is a feedback system, the external, the world is the mirror. It's showing you what you've activated and what you haven't activated within your energetics. Good, that clicked in. So as you bring responsibility for you validating yourself and hold it at the level of your higher self, you'll actually do it for yourself. You'll find ways to validate you. But if you're giving that power away, then it's like we, we create this disconnect where we're waiting for someone else to validate us and then we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting and it can't activate within our being till we activate it and we can only validate ourselves 
by holding the responsibility to do it. So as we choose to hold the responsibility for validating ourselves and then activate that within our beam vis-a-vis the higher self, then we can start calling forth those experiences or reflecting those experiences where we feel validated. But it's you choosing it for you first, you doing it for you first. And that's with every single quality and experience you wish to have. Awesome. Thank you. So let me know, Devi, if that, uh, how that resonates with you or if you have any follow-up question to that, okay? Um, and, you know, and that's the thing. It's like the perceptions of others, the judgments of others, right? We, we give them so much weight and so much power, you know, mm-hmm. the, the projections even from other people. We give them so much weight and so much power. And that feedback, you know, is sometimes feels stronger than our knowing. Mm. Because we begin conditioned to put all our reference points out here yeah. Yeah. instead of holding them within our beam. And so it's this, it's this retrieval process with everything. When we notice, oh, wait, I'm giving my power away. I'm, tr- I'm looking for this outside of myself. Let me bring that back. Let me hold it within my beam because that's where it lives. And then higher self, you activate more of it, please, within me, whether it's self-love, empowerment, joy, freedom, flow, whatever it is, abundance. You can do this with every single aspect of your experience. So AB has a question. Do we have to validate? As soon as you say, do we have to? It's like, no. But do we have to validate our partners when they gaslight? So rather than think of it in terms of that, and this is going to, this is going to be a whole new from 3d to 5d. Whoa, what did she just say? What did they just say? But what if you really don't in five dimensional consciousness outside of codependence, what if you're never really giving anything to anyone else? And just let the mind go around that. And we know that goes against everything we've been taught is virtuous in third dimensional consciousness. But if there's only one of us, if oneness really is, there's one infinite creator and we're all extensions of that one infinite creator. And we hold our attachment responsibility all on ourself. And we activate within our beam all those beautiful qualities of the divine, like abundance and joy and freedom. And we're overflowing with it because we've activated so much of it from source itself, flowing through our beam. We're the living embodiment of the divine. Mm -hmm. Have we just served to be the example for the one next to us how to do it for themselves? And if we were to try to give them our abundance, our freedom, our flow, our joy, first of all, it's not calibrated for them. And second of all, it wouldn't empower them to activate it for themselves. And we know this is radical. And we know it's going against all the codependent things we've been taught were love. However, when we try to validate a point of view for another that's limiting, we're agreeing to their limitation. We're not empowering them. And we're not saying you should argue with them or disagree. There's a way to hold your energy and be the space for them to have whatever point of view they wish to have without being attached 
to it needing to be different or it needing to be more accurate or it needing to agree with yours. And this is a big lesson in the collective right now. How do we only hold our attachment responsibility for our own point of view and let everybody else have their point of view? Mm-hmm. Because truly, no one else's in oneness, no one else's choices can affect you if you are anchored in the truth of who you are, your sovereignty, and activating appropriately your safety, your support, your love, your freedom, your wisdom, your mastery within your being. You're untouchable. That's what we're being invited to step into. Out of victim consciousness, it's your fault I feel this way, out of that, into, okay, what do I choose now for me? You can do whatever you want. This is what I choose. Because I can only choose for me. I can't choose for another. And so we're going to show you the energetic stance where you allow them to have their points of view and you don't have to agree with them. You don't have to say anything. And if they accuse you of being rude, just say, well, I didn't agree with you, but I don't, I, you know, I just don't agree with you. You don't have mm-hmm. to say more than that. So first and foremost, when we're in this kind of transition that we're in out of 3D into 5D, when something happens in an interaction or an experience where we're triggered, the first thing to do is to look at, okay, what is this triggering for me? What is this inviting me into? What am I being invited to retire and graduate into? And we always encourage fully feeling the emotion, not acting on it, but moving into a witness state, feeling it, watching it, allowing it. Be willing to release all the meaning you've given it so you can move into a neutral place. Work with your higher self. Invite your higher self to evolve what it represents for you into a higher octave. And it can be as simple as I choose who I am instead because who you are resists nothing. So there's a whole bunch of learning here that we could go into, but that feels complete for now. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. So, um, okay. So if you have any more questions, just type in the chat or raise your hand. But Omaji, I wanted to talk a little bit about the special offer that you have for us this time around. So for those of you who are on the live page, you can just click on special offer. Those of you who are not, you can go to alara.at forward slash show forward slash omaji8. And I'm just going to actually type it into the chat box here if I can as well. Um, all right. So this time around, we have, um, there's a self-love attunement, a 60-minute video transmission of light. Then that's item one. Item two is the Awaken to Self-Love Transmission of Light series. And then there's item three, which is the one-month membership in Expanding New Ways of Being. Does that help? (laughs) Yes, that's very helpful. Yes, and as we mentioned, you know, the self-love goes hand-in-hand with value and worth. So this particular package, the series and the the, uh, attunement to self-love, you're going to find the worth, the value, uh, your power, claiming your power back. It's all woven in with welcoming self-love as a way of being. And recognize that the way that we share is meant to go beyond the old paradigms of things. 
or the old conditioning. So when we define self-love, it's very different from traditional ways of defining self-love. We point to it as more of an activation within you from the part of you that already knows. And then we work through different layers of letting go of the conditioning of the other. And we work through different layers of activating your matrix, your heart, um, releasing past life trauma. There's so much in this uh, series that it goes even beyond what you would call self-love and literally aligning to and remembering the divine self. That's always woven into what we share. Uh, but self-love is kind of the theme here. And if you read through the description, it gives you some bullet points of things that are included, mm -hmm. but recognize that it includes so much more than that. And it's always very, um, we pack a lot into one session. It's very inclusive and it contains multidimensional layers, which means every time you listen to a session, even this recording, if you go back and re-listen, you're gonna receive different things. Uh, it'll, it'll address different layers of uh, what's being pointed to. And these sessions are the same way. And I have people who've done various series with us, with the Council of Light, who say they're still listening to one from three years ago. That it really still helps, it meets you where you are, and it helps you move into the next iteration, the next octave of you meeting whatever that is. Because as you know, our journey is more like a spiral, mm -hmm. like we're going up the spiral staircase. And so we revisit those um, lessons from a higher perspective each time. And so this particular self-love series helps to meet you now where you are with self-love and worth and value and power and your relationship with the divine, your relationship with yourself and others. And then it'll do the same again the next time you visit the recordings. But it is a very potent uh, series. Absolutely, so I just wanted to share really quickly that you know, the, there's the um, attunement, the self-love attunement, which is a 60 minute video transmission of light. And then there's also the Awaken to Self-Love transmission of light series, which is actually four sessions, four audio and video recordings. Um, and there's so, you know, that's going to be a lot of like 60 to 90 minutes. I have no idea. Yeah, 90 mm -hmm. minutes each. So I that's a lot. 90. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a lot of energy, lots of, lots of change. And then the two live group sessions with the, in the membership, right? The, the, uh, the one month mm -hmm. membership in expanding new ways of being, which includes two live group sessions with Amaji and the Council of Light. Do you want to talk about that as well? What the, what that is like being in the membership? Sure. So um, expanding new ways of being is uh, a monthly um, membership that we offer uh, with Embracing the Infinite. And it allows us to meet twice a month. So we do the first Sunday and the third Sunday. And the first Sunday is always a Q&A session. And then the second Sunday is more of an infusion transmission where the Council of Light and I just guide processes and, and teachings that want to flow through. And it's really a beautiful, it's like, think of this idea of community but then you've got community with all of these um light beings who are incarnated that are choosing to accelerate their evolution 
as quickly as possible and to be those forerunners of consciousness. And their main intention in this group is to know the divine self, to embody the divine self. And so that's really the line of energy that flows through those expanding new ways of being. And the activations that occur there are really all to help with us, our ascension and our embodiment of the divine self um, in various ways. Awesome. So, so this yeah. the, this package is um, $127. So it's 81% discount. Um, and there is a two pay payment plan available as well. So Omaji, when is the next um, group call, the next live group call? Yeah. So if, if you join now, you would start with us in September. So you get both live calls. And so that would be the first Sunday in September. Um, Whatever that is. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. whatever the first Sunday in September is, that's when we'll convene. Yeah. Awesome. Good. So again, that special offer is available at laura.at forward slash show forward slash omaji8, O-M-A-J-I-8. So please do take a look at it and see how that resonates with you. But definitely lots of opportunities for change, um, transformation, and expansion for, for you to really tap into who you are. To, to really know who you are, know your worth, know your value, and love yourself, right? And so when you have those three pieces, especially, that's going to help you to, to really be different, actually. You're actually going to be different once you love yourself and know your value and know your worth. You're not going to be the same at all. Right. And it's, it's about, okay, when I activate this within me, this kind of knowing of my worth, my value, and what it's like to love me, the way of being, of loving me and honoring me. It's really a lot of honoring Mm -hmm. yourself that's woven through this series as well. Feel into what that feels like. And we'll just take a moment to bring in that energetic stance of, I honor me and I honor myself, my light. I hold allegiance to myself and my light because I am a sovereign being of light an extension of divine source. And I allow this infinite wisdom that I am to guide and direct every aspect of my life to honor me because I am the divine and I want the divine to be honored and only focused on you being honored because you'll obviously be coming from that honoring vibration in any action or or side effect of doing but it's about you moving into that resonance so then that resonance gets to reflect in how the world shows up for you. The world shows up as an honoring of you because you're honoring you. It's very profound and powerful and foundational to everything else in the spiritual journey. Absolutely. Beautiful. Thank you. So well said. It's like, it's so important. Honoring you, you know, shows the universe too that you are willing to step into you to honor you and it's going to show reflect back to you how it honors you as well right it's like it's like when you start to be that energy of honoring that energy of self-love that quality of um, worthiness and value that's what you start to see reflected back to you by the universe by everything around you um i think it's so it's so important it's so relevant i just wanted to share really quickly here um somebody made a comment so tina said thank you i see so much now with the body deva i even uncovered an agreement from 20 years ago that kicked in when i was on my journey and on a deep body cleanse and it's all falling into a deeper realization 
So that's awesome, Tina. Thank you for sharing that. Um, <clears throat> and Dave, he says, I resonated with the activation and I have my power back. No need for others' validation. Yes. <laughs> and AB saying, I love your answer, when, but, but, and there's a but, when we have a husband stuck in the past, how do we get out of it? And Linda's saying the same thing. Good one. My husband is also stuck in a negative path. And so mm -hmm. I'm going to let you answer that. But of course, we focus on ourselves, right? This yeah. is about us focusing on ourselves. Our husbands have their own path. Mm -hmm. So they're your teacher in that, you know, they're, they're giving you the opportunity to cultivate compassion and to cultivate greater sovereignty within yourself, only attached and responsible for yourself. Because we can't choose for another. And we, if we want for another, if we want another to be more evolved or more compassionate or more conscious, our energy literally goes out and it's placed on them. It's like a control energy trying to shift them. And it not only disempowers them, but it disempowers you because now you don't have access to all your power in your light. So what we would encourage is that you also become aware of where you're wanting for another, because that again is part of that third dimensional codependent pattern and begin to retrain your consciousness to only want for yourself. And that first sounds selfish, but it's actually the most empowered way of being because you can't choose for another. You can only choose for you. And everyone has their own journey, as Laura said. So when you, when you start to function the way the Ascended Masters function, we are Ascended Masters in training, where we're not attached or responsible for another. We don't want for another. We just demonstrate how to hold the vibration, the energies of the higher consciousness. We just be. And we're holding all our energy on ourselves, all our control on ourselves, so that we're being the highest kind of expression of ourself that we have access to. That's what the Ascended Masters do. Then we're not diluting our potency by taking our energy and putting it out on something or someone else. So similar things can happen when we try to control circumstances outside of ourselves. So we're going to invite all of you at the level of your higher selves to locate energetically, Body Davis too, locate energetically where you've placed your wanting on another. And that's the same as judgment. So anywhere you've placed judgment on another, wanting for another, wanting them to be more evolved, more free, more kind, more considerate, whatever it is, more responsible, more spiritual, and bring all of that energy of wanting. It's really control and creativity. It's your creative energy. And you need that to be able to create your own life the way you want it. Retrieve it all back into your beam. All responsibility for wanting for you, back to you. Return all responsibility back to them to want for themselves. Because when they want for themselves and you're not holding responsibility for wanting them to do things, you'll see that they'll start to choose in a certain direction. They may not choose in the direction you would choose for them. But this is where, again, you release your attachment. So you can invite your higher self to bring all your attachment energy up and off of them, off of everyone and everything back to your beam, re-embed it, clean it, recalibrate it, re-embed it in your own energetic fields 
So you have that power, that potency of you to reflect greater in your world. Deep breath in. And we'll speak to it again here in a moment. Update all grids, all reference points. And so I would encourage those of you who have loved ones that live with you or that you talk to every day to do this process every day for at least probably 60 days to retrain your energy to not want for them, to not judge them, to not try to shift them. And just, it's like keeping your hands to yourself, staying in your own lane. That's what we're invited into right now. That's the new way of being of sovereignty where can you imagine if the ascended masters tried to choose for others or the angels tried to choose for others and do you see how that's related to the free will it's about us remembering how to hold ourselves in that sovereignty where we allow every being to have free will we don't try to choose for them we don't want for them because we can't possibly know what is best for them we think we know, but their higher self actually knows what's best for them. Their higher self knows their right and perfect path through their soul journey to enlightenment. And maybe it's not this lifetime, and that's okay. Deep breath in. So it's about you redirecting your energy on yourself, wanting for yourself. creating for yourself, being aware of how you're holding your energy and cultivating the energy within you that you wish to experience. And perhaps this is inviting you into more compassion. So you can invite your higher self to activate more compassion within your being. Invite the body David to do the same. Only attached and responsible for me but I can have compassion that they're at a different level of consciousness and I can allow them to have their point of view because from their perspective, their point of view makes sense to them and that's okay. At some point in my evolution, I had a point of view from a lower frequency as well and it made sense to me then and it was actually perfect for my path. It was part of my journey. Every single step in my journey has been perfect. Every single step in their journey is perfect also, and I'm going to let it be. I'm going to stop trying to decide for them where they should or shouldn't be because that's not my job. So fire yourself from that job because <laughs> it's you trying to be source for them. And anytime we try to be source for another, we set ourselves up to try to process their karma, their stuff. We start to feel their stuff. We start to try to process it for them. And that's not how we're designed. We're designed to function in sovereignty. So it's time to retire those codependent patterns. So we're going to do one last piece here with this. And that's invite you at the level of your higher self, your body, Davis, higher self, and your teams to work with the energetic fields and the guides to return all empathic sensations, issues, karma you were trying to process for the one you were judging or wanting for. Return it all back to them the level of their higher self, along with appropriate and relevant energetic information where they have the capacity to receive it and the responsibility for it. And just bringing in the, the 
the teaching, the remembering that it's not virtuous to want for another and it's not virtuous to try to process their stuff. That's an old healer paradigm that doesn't really work. It's disempowering, separation-based. And as we graduate into unity consciousness, we're being invited to get in our own lane, to stay in our own lane and to function as the extension of source that we are, inviting others to function as the extension of source that they are in an empowered way. And there's a way where you can see them as that, no matter what they're presenting as. Recognizing that they're on their journey of remembering, just like you have been, and it's their perfect journey. Their higher self knows every single step of the way, knows every single lesson inside and out. So let their higher self hold that responsibility for them. And your life will get a lot easier. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. So, um, this, you know, that was powerful. And I think that was something everybody needed to hear, especially if we are in codependent relationships, right? So Julie, please go back and watch and or listen to this again, because there's, there's going to be a lot of stuff, a lot of activation that are going to help you to, um, you know, understand that you're not being selfish when you're, when you're choosing for you, right? That's not being selfish. It's actually being an honoring of you right? Yes, that was exactly what came through. It's, it's, that's how we honor the self. Yeah, exactly. Which then honors everybody else as a side effect. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> so um, lots of, lots of shifting, lots of awarenesses. And again, I, I want to reiterate what Omaji had said earlier, our job is to allow to be willing to choose, right? And to be aware, right? And our higher self's job is to do all the other stuff and our body deva has its own job, but our job is to be willing to allow change, willing to be more aware, willing to let go, willing to have compassion, willing to choose, right? All that and more. So go back and listen, to, <laughs> listen and watch this show again, because it was amazing. It was awesome. So many uh, activations and clearings and transmissions, right? So yeah. I... I you know, I, there's, you know, there's like so much. And even when the questions were asked by other people, the answers and the energies are for everybody. Okay. The answers, the energies, the transmissions, the vibrational alignment is for everybody. The upgrades is, are for everybody. All right. So please be willing to receive that for yourself. All right. So, wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> Angela says, stunningly grateful for this in tears. Thank you so much. You know, Dave, he says, beautiful. Angela says, we love you. Uh, I think Linda says, yes, I felt the shift. Thank you both. And that's the thing. It's like, be willing to feel the shift, perceive the shift. Be willing to change your perspective on how you used to think and feel and be, right? And, you know, be you, choose you, honor you. Amaji, <laughs> any last words of wisdom before we go? Oh my goodness. Just so grateful to have the opportunity to share and always a, a joy to be here with you and, and everyone else and um, to collaborate in this way, because truly this is a collaboration of light every time we convene and it's always a joy to be a part of. So thank you. Uh, thank you so much. And please do everyone take a look at the special offer that Omaji is sharing with us this time around. It's all about self-love. It's all about honoring of you. It's all about remembering your worth and your value and how that is so relevant and so important and that is going to 
shift so much in your life when you start to really acknowledge you know who you are and be that okay so please do take a look at that it's available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash homage e8 all right so thank you thank you thank you drink some water walk around <laughs> give yourself time to integrate some of these uh energies and changes and upgrades as well so be gentle with yourself right so thank you thank you thank you everyone and until next time may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy peace love happiness prosperity and radiant health sending you all much love and blessings always Thank you so much, everyone. Bye for now.